0: Welcome everyone to the Professional Insight <laughs> Podcast. It's episode twenty-seven. Snowmageddon. 20, 20, 26, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Snowmageddon. Uh, Buses are closed. Uh, of uh, the Professional Insights Podcast, thank you very much to our sponsors, Brand Boulevard, uh, for giving little um, gifts to all of our guests. And we're uh,
1: looking for more sponsors. Oh yeah, more sponsors. We are. We're, we're over three
0: thousand listens. Uh, we're doing quite well. Season two. So Apparently,
2: you want a travel sponsor. Yeah. Travel so sponsor? For?
1: Travelocity? So We're I've got to get uh,
2: my brother-in-law, Dave Klein, to listen. We would love to Flight record Network in the Caribbean. Yeah.
1: yeah, Caribbean. <laughs> We're, doing <it>. like <laughs> uh, We're doing it. Like Easy Rock. Is Easy Rock that does it? Hard yeah. Rock Cafe. <laughs> no. 105.7? Yeah, yeah. 105.7 or something. Oh. That's next year. That's
3: really? next year. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. next year's goals. Season
0: three. Season three. There Season three. we go. Um, but, uh, anyways, uh, we had a couple people ask and myself included, who has Done bought, yourself, yeah. bought, 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 uh, and built a home, built a custom home. Ooh. Um, big bucks. Well, yeah, well not now really. I mean, they're pretty much the same now when you think about it. I mean, uh, well, that's the
1: big thing in, in building at square foot pricing and custom versus cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I won't mention the, the company cause there's some cookie cutter builders around here that are MVP. Polluting Niagara. Um, But yeah, you can get some low priced houses, but be careful what you get.
0: Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. Right. So, um, but Jeff, you want, I mean, there's, there's these preconceived ideas and notions on how long it takes to build and what it takes to build. And, and these, these milestones that you have to go through. So, I mean, you want to maybe speak about that? And I could probably chime well, in. Well, I think on every line. one of
1: us could chime in here on that. And and really, when it comes down to building, first and foremost, you have to have confidence in the builder that you're going to build with. But the timeline kind of starts as, if, if you're custom building, how long it takes to design it, how long it takes to get approved, how long it takes to get your permits and your HVAC design and your trust design, how long it takes the city to approve all the permits, and then how long to get shoveled and ground. And and every building But all that different. happens yeah. before you get
3: the shovel in the ground. Yeah, that's the red yeah.
1: tape and all that, and, and the, the soft cost, that, that's the big difference. Architecture. And, and people say, well, can, can you just build this house for us? And it's fine, but, but it takes a long time to get all these things done. And really, it comes down to you have to like the builder, want to pick a plan, but you have to get the financing in place. And Trevor can kind of talk to financing for new builds, and then we can go from there
2: uh yeah two two main sources of uh construction financing on on new builds i uh, you know most common way is a, a completion mortgage so meaning that you enter into contract you are part of the process with the builder but you don't uh, um really other than your deposits uh or yeah deposits or draws along the we use deposits your
3: skin in the game
2: yeah skin in the game uh it doesn't transfer to you until occupancy has been given and completion. Uh the other way is a progress advance mortgage, which there's
1: draws given along the way throughout the entire but construction you own the, the key you is own you the own land. the land. That's the key. So a contract build then you're talking about. Yeah. Because there's different ways you can do it too where where a lot of people they want to buy it and they don't want to put two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars down or they want to get a progress draw. They want to buy like when I when I build a spec home or a custom-built home, which we're doing right now, we took 40,000 with four different draws, 5,000 the first, which is the deposit at Royal Page; 5,000 for the plans, which is a draw to us. Okay. The difference between a draw and a deposit, deposit deposit's gonna be held in trust and released on close, where a draw is what a lot of the builders need in order to build it, because we're not getting free money from everywhere. And that's, that's a big thing, me being a builder now, is realizing, juggling how to get the money to build all these houses, because the banks don't give you nearly enough to build typically. And so what we came up with is an incentive for our buyers who will give us draws to build their house. And we give them 3% back and upgrades for free when they can, they can pay for their own construction, which helps us a lot. Because you have to t- when you're growing as a builder, trying to find the money to construct is difficult.
0: Well, because yeah. banks won't give you money on spec.
1: Well, it depends on the city. Like, when, like we build primarily right now, Port Coburn and Wellm, but we want to expand to more of Niagara because there's a, there's a big market there. But the banks wouldn't give us spec money on Port Coburn or Welland. But St. Catharines and Niagara Falls, they said no problem. But Welland and Port Coburn, because the population density is lower and the acid isn't i for well, what was, you know,
3: because Welland's pretty hot. Right? Well, it's so maybe, maybe it's growing. because
1: of Dane City part of Welland. Okay. Maybe it may be different if it's north. But really, they just said Welland, Port Coburn, no. Hmm. But a firm deal. Different story. <laughs> which they had no problem giving us the money for it. But when you're a newer builder, you're going to have to build this relationship for several years before they're going to yeah. give you what? Rafter is an operating line of credit. Well, so, the
2: firm deal also is you've got somebody on the hook to buy the property. Got security, there. right? You there's there. there's a contract in place, but they still need equity too. Yeah. So we have to buy out the
1: lot. Typically, for That's that too. A so time's it's times a pain, right? Yeah it's, it's, it's a, a it's a, it's, yeah, it's a it's a juggle. It's a it's it's a learning curve juggle of the finances and how to juggle all the stuff. But really, it does come down to play getting the financing lined up. And, and the, the typical problem we have is a lot of people want to sell their existing house in order to buy the new build house. And they common. might have quite a big of a mortgage on there, so they cannot get the financing for it unless their house is sold firm. But typically, it'll take you six to six to 12 months from when the shovel hits the ground to finish a build. And in order to get shovel and ground, it might take you two to four months just to get there. And that's getting plans and permits and everything in place. And like I've got a couple of, of buyers right now. We're, we're building three custom homes right now for people, and every single scenario was completely different. And they all thought the same thing. Okay, well, this is the house we want to do. We've got like 15 changes, which turns into 30 changes on the plans. Are, are we building yet? Are we in the ground yet? We're like, no, it's, it's got nothing to do with us. So you have to finalize your, your blueprints, which are, are um, uh, contingent on if it fits on the lot properly. And there's different building codes for each yeah, thing. So check how miss- much windows it, right? you like, can have yeah. on one side of, of the property. So you have to go with building code, fitting in the building envelope for your property, which is done through the, the, the architect, the architect will have to send it to, in this case, Upper Canada around here, where they look at the actual grading plan to see if it fits on there. And if they all like it, then you can finalize your plans. And that, I'd say, takes you anywhere from three to six weeks just to get those blueprints down. Because as soon as you move this one window here, it's a new revision. Yeah. And, you know, they're not just back working for dr- one person. Back to so the drawing board. Everything's so changed speak. up. They have to yeah. check all the building codes for it. Once you get that done, and I'll say you're lucky to get it done in two to three weeks, maybe with one or two revisions, and it never is when you can custom build because you want to do it the way you want it when you're building your own house, right? Mm-hmm. Once that's done, you're going to have to get the truss design, which is the roof that'll have to be designed for it. you have to get an HVAC design according to heat loss. And I think that's about it. And there's a couple other things that you'll have to get, windows and sizes like that. But then you send it into the city. And the city, in Welland and Port Corbin's case, has 10 business days to approve it. And depending on, you know, how nice you get along with them, they'll take all 10 days to do it. I got in a little fight with one of the cities, I'm not going to mention was city recently, and they had everything they needed except all they had to do was look over the one grading plan. And the, because I I barked a little bit, because we had an excavator on site waiting for it, because we were ready to roll. They said, we can take 10 business days and we'll take all 10. I said, the amount of time it took you to write that fricking letter, you could have approved it. Yep. You know, but it's their right. They what what pissy, am I going to do? They get pissy about it, right? Yeah, so so once you get that done, then, then you have to get locates, and you can't pull locates until you have a permit approved. Otherwise, the locates expire in 30 days. Locates for yeah. your yeah. services. Locates for your services yeah. and all that, and they have to be within 30 days. If 30 days go past, you have to pull new locates. So really, all this yeah. has to line up perfectly, and the so problem... Why would they why would they force you to pull new locates? After 30 days, because something could have changed, whatever's their policy for it. So it, it's crazy, and, and this is the major problem with locates. When you pull them... Right now, we're learning this that they have a. If we pull it on Friday night, they'll have until, say, the following Friday to get it done. Never once have they got it done in their deadline. So once the deadline passes, you have to call the place and escalate it. Then within 48 hours, they'll do it. So we haven't had it once where they had it done in deadline. So we just escalate it the day after it expires yeah. every time. That's just practice That's for us like, now. Yeah. We have to do it. The problem is there's big dogs out there who, who use locates, like Rankin is a huge construction place. If they're literally sitting on our property with the paint can ready to pull locates and ranking calls, they have to stop and go.
3: Yeah.
0: So not like I mean big that's dog, just as right? an example. That's just an example. That of, happened oh. to us.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was talking. Can you get this done? Because we got an excavator right there. Yep. Nope. Ranking call. Got to go. They don't come back. You got to come well, back. Well, it'll be it'll be
2: all the big players. All right? the big players. It's it's still an and example. there's
1: a protection there for for people who build with I'm sure. Therian, it's the same build with cotton Therian. and. But yeah, the big players are going to have a little extra right. pull, but you do have the critical dates where a builder can actually legally push back a close up mm-hmm. to a year without compensation, as long as you give them enough notice for it. And the reason's not because the builder can't get it done is the stuff that's out of their, out of their hands that can push back, especially yeah. this time of year. Like we were supposed to sod a couple properties last week. And then it was too rainy, so you can't get the machinery in there. Now it's snowing, so you can't cut the sod. And we're still going to sod it because it's the best time of year to sod. And next week, you're looking at temperatures between 5 and 10 degrees so we can put it down. And if you fertilize it, sod it, fertilize it again, water it a little bit for it, you'll have the greenest grass in the neighborhood the next year. Right. So the interesting part is, like, you're looking... Probably two to four months from me shaking your hand, Trevor saying, "Yeah, we want to build this exact house right there." Yep. Before shovel goes in the ground. Well, and I think just, uh, you know,
0: I, I I can I can tell you that I mean when I when we decided we gave an eight month window, we gave an eight month lead. We signed in January and we said no, we wanted uh, August first occupancy, and they were ready August first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know our neighbor right next door, w- they were delayed by about, you know, two. Two months or a month and a half, but that was because of all the revisions they kept on doing. Yeah, so that was more on them than on the builder. And, and that and, and is usually the case. Yeah, it's it's, usually the client it's at the end the of the day
2: that's messing with right plans and making change. changes. Well, well, yeah, like because you're, you know, how often do you have it? Well, you, you've got three on the go right now, so potentially not at that point yet, where they've got their flooring picked out and it gets to the point where they're like, ah, you know what? We're going to spend a few extra bucks. We don't want to use well, yeah. your allotment. We're gonna
1: we're gonna upgrade and we're
2: gonna go with this and that. I see happen way too yes. much. Well, it's In all based on
1: allowances the- too. So allowance allowances so yeah. much and almost everybody goes well, over the allowance. Well, part. and a lot of times yeah, you get the green light like, to do something
0: so, from the yeah. city or to do, you know to do whatever and you're like, okay, I got we got to go. And mm-hmm. so the the deal that I had with my wife at the time is like, okay, what we did is we looked for six months before we decided to build. That was more of like, are we looking? And then once we said, oh, we might want to build. Then we looked at different areas and we got different plans and we looked at different houses that we like different layouts and we took those plans. And so when we decided to sign with the builder, um, we literally walked in and said, here, here's the kitchen floor plan that we want. Here's the upstairs floor plan that we want. Here's the basement floor plan that we want. This is what we're looking. Can you just combine them together on, in our case, a two story could only fit on our 42 Y lot based on zoning. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so we were fairly prepared and then when it came to uh custom stuff, I basically, you know, in no shape, you know, not to be blunt or anything to my wife, but I basically said, Okay, I understand kitchen is one of the last things to go in. It's January, you start now.
1: Well you start and you right have to now. because of placement of drains Absolutely. and electrical setups and all that stuff. So you can't be it's gotta be done way early and you can add cabinetry, but like every time you make a revision yep you're backing everything up, you know? So yeah. it's it's like everything is interlocked with everything. It's a chain reaction. Yep. It's crazy. For, like for lights, plugs, like what happens typically is you pour the foundation, you backfill. As soon as the foundation's done, you can start framing. So the house will be framed, which is two to three weeks to frame the house. Yep. And you'll have you put the put trusses on the put on, then you'll put your shingles on, and then you put your windows in. You're essentially sealed up on the outside. Sometimes you have the doors, garage doors a little bit after that, and then you start working the outside. But then immediately on the inside, you're doing your rough in for plumbing, electrical and HVAC. Yeah. And if you don't have your layout of where the electrical is going to go for the kitchen, the bathrooms, anywhere in the house and the plumbing, then you you can't even take that next step. So really it's rough ins, insulation, drywall and then you're kind of doing the finishing part for, it, you know? So as much as the kitchen's way down the line, it needs to be done within the first 2 weeks of framing. You need to know. Like as soon as the foundation's done, you got to have a good layout for it. And it's tough because with most buyers who are building they can't visualize on, on, a, on a plan where it's all gonna be. So for example, we've got clients right now and I'm not gonna say the names, but they'll kind of have an idea when we're talking. We sent them with our, our, our custom cabinet guy who, who's doing the layout and they have a, an idea of where they wanna do a mudroom. So it comes off the garage and it comes through and they wanted to have the washer and dryer right here and across from that they wanted to have a, a laundry tub and then a nice bench right there and, and make it all nice. But everything you put in has different dimensions for it. So really, when we did the walkthrough after the layout was done and they, they agree to it cause it was their own choice, pick whatever you want, but we do have to have some insight for them. If you open up the dryer and you had the laundry right there, you literally had 22 inches to turn around. So you couldn't even open the, yeah. the dryer door it's that tight. much for it, you know? So it's like, can you come see us on site before we finish framing and drywall in? This is what's going to happen. You know? So that day we can't okay the drought cause there's inspections that have to go past them out before you take the next step. But if you okay it, and your plan in your head looks good, but then when, when it's in reality, it, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So then you got to redo everything. So we got rid of all the cabinetry right there. We put the the, the sink on that side. Nothing on that wall, so they had a, a roomier place to go through. But all that just backs everything up, right? And, mm-hmm. and the hardest part I'm finding right now with with, with uh, building, if one of your trades isn't on time when you thought the schedule was right, yep. it affects every single, single trade, other yep. one. The the so one guy calls in sick. You're done. You're can't off. You can't do it all, so you're backed up for a week. So as much as the builder wants to push, 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 it's completely out of their hands. Like, you're at the mercy of the tradespeople, typically. And great trades will be fine for it, but stuff does happen. And when, while we're talking trades, I mean, you got
3: to be mindful of a construction lien holdback, too, on any construction mortgage, right?
1: Correct. Yeah, and maybe yep. you can talk about that a bit, too, because people well, don't understand no, that. I mean, 60 it's a, days after close that you yeah, have a holdback. Yeah, I mean, the
3: Construction typically. Act changed... Uh, used, Changed from mm-hmm. the Construction Lien Act to the Construction Act. I think it was July of 2018, right? And part of it uh, is that uh, anytime you're advancing money to a builder, or uh, if you're renovating your home to a, a contractor, whoever, anybody that's affecting an improvement to your property, you're required, in accordance with the const- now called the Construction Act, to hold back 10% of the cost of that for up until. Uh, 60 days post substantial completion of the project, right? So that could get gummy when you're and, trying. And to, you
1: can explain too why it's 60 days after after completion. That's well, important. Well, because they've
3: got a they've got 60 day period to register a lien against the property,
1: mm-hmm. right? So so you want free and clear title when when you take possession, and and you'll have that well, you really have to, two months after you close. Not you have not to on have, closing.
3: You have to have free title on closing mm-hmm. because. It's what the bank wants. It's what the bank wants. Right? Yeah. You have to have a clear... But but from builder's eyes, which
1: the consumer's not always really empathizing with the builder, the builder yeah. has this extra money there, 10% of the yes. construction loan that they don't even see yeah. until 60 days after closing, yeah. as long as it's free and clear and there's no title or, or no liens on property. Yeah. Well, and believe me, it post-substantial gets... Post-substantial completion. Yeah, and and right? it gets so. hot with some of the, the contractors, because yep. if they're not hitting deadlines, it's... yeah. You know, you're not hitting deadlines you're because a, you've got people screaming. It's like, wh- why aren't we, why yeah. aren't the trusses up? Like, yeah. why, why isn't this, well. But your framers in, woes.
3: say your framers in, right? Your framer has 60 days from the last, his last day on site. Or I think it's either that or a substantial completion. And it might, substantial completion might be of his part of the It might be check. 60
1: days from invoice from them then, right? If they complete it and the yeah. invoice be 60 days from that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because you could probably have a lot of them done way before that. But then you got to stagger your stagger where
3: you're paying your money to, right? Yeah. Because yeah so we we'll probably use,
1: won't see a penny of profit till two months after it closes on our, on thing, our properties. Right? Yeah. So that's it's so thing. it's interesting for that. So yeah, we're we're kind of summing it back up with timelines and all that. It's when you're building with someone, it's not as, as cut and dry as okay, we're ready to go, let's rock and roll. You know, it's it's so much red tape there, and and it's interesting because it does take it, it can go very smoothly, but that's that's best case scenario. But you
3: got to again for our audience. You're buying a residential resale, you're you're looking at a catalog, right? So mm-hmm. to speak, I want this house or this house or that house. It's already done. It's already done. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 doing and a and spec and home or a new and you got to be careful too with contracts
1: when you're building too. A lot of the wording for the builder is going to say if you don't pick your choices by this yep. and this date, yep. they can pick for you. Correct. You know, so that's like colors yep. and everything like that. And and there's you have usually no protection. A minor variance Normally uh, the clause. builder's going to want to work with you to have a happy client but make sure you know those deadlines because if you miss them they can put in any color they want they're probably gonna try to do something fairly tame you know but and so what is your
0: advice when you because you're a realtor as well yeah but when someone comes to you for a builder and they have a realtor like do you do you suggest people not use a realtor in that space can they save money in my case i
1: supposedly did um, well, it, it's really the option of the realtor or, or the builder if you save money for it. I, I think I it's always think best. It's, it's a conflict of interest. You kind of want to. You kind of want to have someone representing your best interest. But you'd be surprised how many agent. times
3: clients use the builder's agents under a co-rep yeah,
1: right? Because yeah. they want to save some commission on the back end. That's what they're looking to do, is save right. a commission on it. But really, you know, that that's a big big debate in Ontario right now is conflict of interest for representation yeah. and whether or not. You should have someone to represent t- represent your best best uh, intentions on your purchase, right? Right. Unless it's
3: certain circumstances so. from our perspective, we have to have two lawyers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, right? But you so can have this under the yep. same brokerage; it can Correct. be the same lawyer, Absolutely. but different lawyers. Yep. So, and you have to get um what is it uh, uh, separate Nine advice, or separate representation, right? We did that a couple times with you.
3: Uh oh, that's when you're dealing with private mortgages. Yeah. So, right. Any private mortgage over fifty thousand, you have to have two separate lawyers two separate you got to have independent legal representation yeah. different uh, separate firm all entirely yeah. right we could we can't uh, deal with you know one acting for the borrower and one acting for the lender in house yeah, well, if it's over 50000 what so. my
1: advice would be is if you're buying from a new build the first step i would do is i would go to the Tarion website Hmm. I would look up the builder's name and see the history of claims they have against them and they have, uh, unbiased, you can't get it off once there there's a a conciliation made against the, the, the builder. So you'll have an idea what to look out for. I think a big thing for majority of builders that I go around and look at, it's the upgrade cost. So when you're going to buy a base model or you see the model home, there's a significant amount of upgrades that are in that model home that are not included on the house that you're purchasing. So you're going to have to ask the representative at that model home what's included in the base price because they're going to make that model home the best-looking house they can, yep. and they're going to want to get fifty dollars yes. to $100,000 in upgrades on a house typically, right? right? So everything you got to ask whether it's an upgrade, what are your standards and features, and, and any builder should have a list of standards and features that are included in the base price. And you should have a, 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 a very good indication of how much each upgrade cost or what your allowances are. Which is
0: why when I said at the beginning of the episode, typically right now with the pricing of houses, a custom home is just as equal as a spec home when you add in all the upgrades and the features. because. You might walk in, they're like, so yeah, from the low 300s, and then they're oh, yeah. there's, there's yeah. a spec builder or 400,000 or 500,000, and they're a spec builder. Okay, great. But then the next thing you know, it's builder-grade everything for oh, that yeah. 500,000. Carpet and tile yeah, right. And right? cabinets so, and, and then pictures. you're like, well, I don't want carpet, and I don't want this, and I want that. Next thing you know, you're spending 650000 700000 yeah. yeah. so you yeah. might as well just have bought – you might as well have just gone – custom right off the hopper yeah Yeah. the difference
3: with custom though is i guess you don't have that additional cost at the front end yes right with your plans and because a lot of times when it's they're non-custom homes their plans are already created right yeah right so which
1: which most builders will let you have a variance on on yeah small Small variance usually
3: have like two
2: or three choices of your upstairs two or three choices of your basement So
3: that's where you're that red but, but tape and maybe the timing piece like, of like, it. At the like front, at my right?
1: build company, what we're trying to do is change the landscape a little bit of it. And we're including as much as we can, because we just think from a real estate point of view that it should be done that way. Right. So, so
3: you guys are very workable builders, to be honest with w- you. Well,
1: it's probably because we're newer yeah. that we're as workable in well, no, the business. You get no, and That's and not that, true. Well, we we, we want to make a, a product you're proud of at the end of the day. Jeff's workable? You, I, I find him and, a pain in the ass no, to deal I've with. Told but you a few
3: things that. You could, and, uh, well yeah. Like judge. for
1: example, the one of the things that we yeah. have been offering and we're not sure we're gonna change is that when a builder provides a Terry on warranty for it, it's yeah. actually the consumer who's paying for that warranty, the cost of it. Like there's a deposit yeah. on top of that there right. is the and yeah. we feel at Bridge and Quarry that yeah. it's our warranty we're providing we should pay for that. Yeah. You know so we try to do that. Another thing that we do and I'd say 90% of the, the builders out there they're uh, putting in a rental hot water heater. You know? yeah. Oh, God. That's yeah. a three to 6,000, and Trevor's got a great story on rental hot water heaters, but it's you know it's a big thing on there, and the closed. We include it. We just think it should be. Uh, another funny part is the garage door opener. Yeah. Oh, a- I know. Ask the builder if a garage door opener is included. Yeah. Most of them aren't. You no, know? nope, they're pot, not. How many pots do you get? You know, Like our last house in Port Corbin that we're almost finished, 60 pots we have in there included. You're only allowed four legally. Oh, sorry. We're talking about something else. <laughs> oh,
2: don't that was a marijuana runs. joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had to <laughs> Jeez. lighten up the conversation here. Yeah.
1: But no, I mean it's I an think intense conversation. It, but it's, it's, it's one of the the most no, satisfying so things, things you can do. It's building. A lot of it. the
3: builders that I've dealt with, they're good builders, but they don't have that in their margins, right? Yeah, right. It's just.
1: Well, it really, it's 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 in our margins because if you want the upgrade, whatever you want to do, let's you know, let's yeah. go. But it, but you're doing it. But a lot of the builders too, they're gonna mark a percentage up on the upgrades too. It's profit for whatever they're yep. doing And So don't think they're just gonna do it for cost. Well, usually fifteen percent. Right? Yeah, ten to fifteen yeah. percent. Sometimes twenty percent. I've yep. seen too. Right. So, but the nice thing is the builders are typically gonna have a discount on most of the products they're getting. So if they're getting cabinetry, lighting, and stuff like that. They might save you 20%, 25 percent but they're going to mark up 10% because it's part of their profit margin for it, right? So yeah. they're going to have to go around and do that. So it's just all these questions you should be asking is what's included in the property? What are the upgrades? What are the allowances? Check Ontarian's website to see if there is any claims against that builder for it. You know, see how, how uh, um, um, accommodating they are getting back to any information you have for it. And you can't you can't ask the builder 15 questions every day and expect an answer right away too because there's be so patient. many things you can customize. It's, be patient. They have a good lawyer. Have a good mortgage guy, <laughs> have a good, good financing advisor, all that stuff. But but be patient. Sure. But don't expect that if, if a builder tells you we're gonna have the house built in four months, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen because it's gonna take you three months, four months just to get in the ground for it. You know, maybe four it,
3: months from once the shovel's in the ground.
1: Uh, if, if everything goes yeah. perfect, for sure. Yeah. But if but everything lines but, up. but but with Tarion, too, everything is seasonally dependent too. Sure. So if if you think you're gonna get sod done right now, they could say we're not touching sod domain because you might not be able to cut the sod. Yeah. Yep. you know, so it's you know, but then you can just note that on your PDI or a pre-delivery sure. inspection, and, then and, and what a PDI is a pre-delivery inspection, which is mandatory when you're building with a, a builder. So mm-hmm. there's lots of questions, lots of things, and uh, the new construction home, you're probably looking six to eight months from shoveling ground if everything goes perfect to get it done. Four months, I think, would be very optimistic, lofty, but but it can be done, yeah. but if everything's perfect, but right? but a builder's going to sign you to a critical dates, yep, uh, a paper, and that means they could step it back up to a year if they yep. had to, yep. you know, you might not get another job with them, but step up to a year. So yep. any questions you have, you know, just contact us or contact yeah. me.
0: Bring them in. Cool. Well, thanks very much for listening to another episode of the professional insights podcast. Uh, you can see us on all major platforms and hear us on all major platforms
2: yep. everywhere,
0: everywhere, uh, everywhere. Podcasts are sold. <laughs> uh, thanks very much. And, uh,
3: help us help you.